Headaches and Heartaches on Midlands Today, brought to you by the beautiful Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens and Cafe Community Initiative in Multifarnham County, Westmeath. A wonderful space for relaxation, designed to promote positive mental health and well-being for all. Find Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens on Facebook. And Rory Hafford is here once again. You can find him at Lusnagrena Family Resource Centre. You can read his books, you can listen to his music and you can hear his dulcet tones for the Multi, next half an hour. Multi-talented, what can I tell you? Indeed. Yeah. Well, our first question has divided listeners on text for much of the morning. I've Already? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've restrained from reading out some of these. <laughs> so, Anne in Portleash, yeah. not her real name. I wouldn't imagine. Says, her friend is dating somebody twice their age. And the group of friends is quite judgmental about it. Should I confront my friend about their choice or let them be? Two words jump out at me from this. And the first one is choice. And the second one is judgmental. I suppose, given the kind of work that I do, I would have a finger on on the pulse of the changing psyche. And... It seemed to me that about 20 years ago, the Irish psyche changed and we're now quick to find fault and we're quick to apportion blame and to focus on what's wrong. So in other words, the problem instead of the solution. Okay, so you look at a situation like this. Firstly, whose business is it? That's the first thing I'd be asking. I mean, what what business is it of yours? But it's couched in or we're concerned. What are you concerned about? It seems to me more a case of meddling than concern. So clearly this woman has chosen this man on a human level, not even a, a psychotherapeutic one. But out, fellas. Put out. Let them at it. Let them go for it. Because you, I don't know, you're, you're, no, no, you're, you're scrunching up your face. I, I am. Yeah. Okay. I am. Why? Because I'm 42. Okay. So Congratulations. For me to go out with a 21-year-old woman, perfectly acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> so is this a male-female thing? <laughs> but for, um, yeah. I, I'm saying this in jest. Of course. But for a 42-year-old woman to mm. go out with a 21-year-old man, mm. people are going to talk. I give you two words. President Macron, the French lad, who and I don't, I I know she was Brigitte. It would have mm. to be Brigitte, mm. but she was a teacher. Now I think she was his teacher at one point, but uh, he he is he is assailed by this. Every, almost every other interview he gives, people will bring this this thing up for him. But this is we have now kind of stumbled into the the male-female divide. And Will, I have to tell you, in all the years that I've been talking to people, I do not get pulled into that. This is, if, if you even start on the differences between men and women in this day and age, you're, you're dead in the water. And not that I would do it anyway. To me, it's just people. And this person, this female person, has chosen to be with this older male person, Okay, it's a choice because there is an existential, so a philosophical uh, tenet that states you can take everything from somebody except choice. Now, an example of that would be I could I could divest you of your job, your clothes, your family and throw you into jail. But you still get to choose how you're going to be in jail. Okay, 
I'm playing devil's advocate because it's my job. If you are this woman's friend and let's say she's 35 Mm. and she's going out with a 70 year old, you may fear for her losing that person very soon, going through the whole grief process Mm. um, because the age gap is as significant as it is. So it might not be rooted in societal prejudice it yes. might be coming from a better place it could be it could be absolutely yeah and we can't we can't discount that fact but it is still her choice this is her journey this is her adventure and we are a product to a great degree of the choices that we make so those choices have to be respected and they have to be they have to be honored now you could say i'm concerned great fine you know manage your concern but don't transfer it on to somebody else mm. who's actually made that choice. I have, I still have a friend who is in her mid-60s and she married a man in his 80s. Pandemonium, cats and dogs sleeping together in the streets. It was, there was outrage and it was based on that. We are concerned for this woman. Never happier. Will, never happier. Mm. Never seen her happier. So, and and you, there gets a point in life as well where you really don't give a toss what others think. Not really. Do you know what? It's a great question. Mm. And it's good for us to tease out, out, out on air like it. But have, for, for me, this is not a male-female thing. This is not an age gap thing. This is, this is a human choice that's been made. I have one or two other little oh, notes on oh, it. Hang on, okay, hang okay. On. Oh, hang on. Okay. No, no, no just Dave is listening. Hello, Dave. And Dave has now been excommunicated as a listener of the Midlands Today Show. He reckoned I was in my mid-50s based on the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing this. You do, you, do, you see. and the, the, When I was 20-whatever, yeah. yeah. first on-air talk show, 21, yeah. Yeah. people then thought I was in my mid-50s. Yeah, yeah. I, have to, I have to say, before, before I came into the studio, I thought that you were an older man based, based on your voice. Absolutely. Yeah, but no less handsome. But oh god, god no, never. Hold on, let me let me just. Let me, okay, this is a thing actually called age gap relationships, and it's now a thing. To be honest with you, uh, but it's well documented, and you can you can go into the research if you so desire. That a lot of women have a lot of time for older men. So I got dug into this a little bit. And what is it that, that attracts them? Well, it's, 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 the, it's the wealth of life experience. It's stability. It's security. I'm not sure we could use that word. It's something different. And then I have three celebrities for you. Sly Stallone, Clint Eastwood and Rod Stewart. Go on. All married. Sly is married to a woman, Jennifer Flavin. I think she's an actor, an actor as well. 30 years his junior. And they, I, I don't know if you've, you've seen them. They have the most beautiful children, all girls, but my God, they're like catwalk models, all of them, beautiful. Clint is married to Diana Ruiz and she is 35 years younger. I think everybody's 35 years younger than Clint. And Rod Stewart and Penny Lancaster and there's 26 years between them. And just to tie it off, the, the, the French president, 24 years younger than his wife. I can go better. You know, Patrick Stewart from Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Make it so. Yeah, make it so. Yeah. That, that man. <laughs> His wife is younger than my wife, and he's 83. Wow. Wow. Mm. And you're handsomer than him. <laughs> no, go, oh, no, compared go, to... Go figure. Well, we, 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 we should all wish to age as well mm. as Patrick Stewart. Mm, mm, anyway. Mm. Dave. 
says he was in his early 20s and seeing a woman in her early 50s. Both of us knew it wasn't a forever and always thing. We were just serious friends with benefits, each to their own. Each to to their own. Mary says, you know the phrase, the older the fiddle, the The sweeter sweeter the the tune. tune. Mm. That's Mary Stradivarius, is it? I know that guy. All right, let's move on. Liam says he caught his partner going through his personal messages Ah. without permission. How can he ensure his privacy and trust in the relationship while addressing this invasion of boundaries? The the thing that made me chuckle a little little bit with this is without his permission. What's he going to do? Give you you permission? Here you go. Here's my phone. Go through it. But you know what? It might not. No, I'm thinking maybe somebody is there covertly texting in the evening or always on the phone. And and she might have said, here, can can I see what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, you know what? In the online world, this is considered a major invasion, a major one. Message, but the, the way I see it is that ha- having been on the receiving end of this when I was in the, in the world of work, messages can be lost in translation. You know, jokes can be factored in. Back in the 80s, we used to joke all the time, but jokes can be factored in and can be misconstrued and misread and all the rest of it. And you put two and two together and come out with a hundred. So there is a danger picking up somebody's phone or going onto somebody's email because you don't know what the context of it is some of the time. The rest of the time you probably do. That's, that's the what. The what is known. The what is that this woman went through this man's phone. That's the what. The why is the question. The why is where you address stuff like this. The why is where you make sense of it. And the why is where you you, you fix it. With this in mind, I would say to to Liam that, that he has to look into himself, his past. Did he ever give this woman any reason to doubt him? Because you don't just off the cuff and out of character pick up somebody else's phone. There has to be a reason for it. So maybe he should look into himself to see is there anything that he is putting out that that uh, his partner is concerned about. Now, there's Whoa. a... F- Why does it come back on him? She yeah. is the person who has invaded his privacy. Yeah. I, was just, I was just getting to that and then you, you interrupted me. And, and Go I, was, on. I was on a kind of a roll as well. I, I felt I was doing well here. It could also be transference. And wherein she is transferring her own stuff onto him. So she is looking in his phone for the very sin that she herself has committed. Now, this is... This is, uh, there's, there's, really, there's really only one way out of this, and that's communication. But this is down, deep, blood and bones communication. This is coming to an understanding. This is, this is getting the, the barriers of what is acceptable and what isn't in place so we can actually move forward with this. One word in this text jumps out at me, and that is trust. And my God, over the years, Will, I've seen trust hammer into people like a wrecking ball. Because if there is even even a smidgen of doubt, 
it can it can actually spread. It can spread and then it becomes the thing. So but, but can I interrupt because we are all wired differently. Mm. And if you look up something called anxious attachment, are you familiar with the mm. term? So let's say you have a parent when you're growing up and they are warm one minute and they are cold the next. Yeah. And sometimes that's that's how people are. Yeah. You develop this anxiety that mm. people who love you may not love you forever, mm. uh, that you aren't appreciated, etc. Mm. So I'm not making an excuse for this lady by any stretch, but it mightn't be rooted in a sinister mm. motive, a, a controlling desire. It might be just that she's had a particular experience in mm. life yeah. that makes her more prone to mistrust. Absolutely. And, and is built that way or is ge- genetically pointed that way? Abs- absolutely. The She still went through his father. So that that's an inalienable fact. We can't get away from that. So I'm interested in the reason why. And the reason why is is where you rebuild that trust or you rebuild that relationship. When I was when I was married in a former life, uh, you, you know me, I'm a bit of a, a joker and a bit of a messer. So the texts that used to come through for me were off the wall, off the wall. And most of them would actually be attached to something that you, you had said earlier in the day. Now, I remember thinking when when my wife was, w- would she didn't actually make a point of going through the phone, but occasionally it might be there and she'd see it. Like sometimes the, the colour drained from her face and it's nothing more than a joke. Do you know what I mean? Nothing more than that. But what I did and the way I handled it was I left the phone lying around. And I went, there it is. So if anybody rings me or anybody texts me, feel free to look at it. Feel free to answer it. Feel free to, to, to give me the thing. Because I know she must have gone through the horrors at some stage. So I think if you're rebuilding trust, you have to be open and above board about stuff. And above all, honest. Rory Hafford is here, psychotherapist and author until 12 noon. And if you've got an issue you would like him to dissect, and indeed if you take issue with something he has said or I have said, 083 30 10 103 on text and on WhatsApp. That number again. Midlands Today with Bus Erin. Use your TFI Young Adult or Student's Leap Card on board Bus Erin services as part of the Transport for Ireland network. Visit buserin.ie today. Tom is 40 and he lives in Edenderry and he loves being single. But he says his family are always on his back to find somebody and to settle down. Whereas he's perfectly content heading out with his mates at the weekend into Larkins or wherever. And he does what he wants. But they make him feel, his family, as if there's something wrong with him for not wanting to get married, for not wanting to sow his wild oats and all that stuff. Is there something wrong with him? Well, let me tell you first off that there's a lot to be said for the single life. That's number one. Says, right up there. says the man who, who is no longer married. The man who leads a single life. Absolutely. With a big smile on my face. I'll tell you what's wrong with him. You ready? Mm. He's happy. <laughs> the man is happy. <laughs> so the thing is, this, this actually goes against the grain because there is safety in 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 groupthink. So in cliche and predictability and in the well-worn paths, in doing what's expected of you, in not rocking the boat. 
And I've discovered this in in great measure, uh, particularly since I moved down from Dublin, where you could be living across the road from somebody for, for 30 years and they don't know your name, to the, you move into a beautiful little village down here and everybody wants to know your name and everybody wants to know what you do and all that, because there's safety in that. You can be boxed off, you can be categorised and there's safety in that. Now you think about it, this man's family is saying to him, you need to do this, you need to get that, you need... Why? Why? Because that's the, the done thing. Well, here's where I'm going to argue with you. Okay. I, I don't think they're necessarily jealous that he is happy they see a guy who's approaching 40 therefore his friends are in or about that age and maybe now are single and out with him but very soon he could be the lone man at the bar and then he's not going to be happy Yeah. well you don't know that first off you don't know that being the lone man at the bar could be a source of tremendous joy for this man but the other thing is we can reinvent ourselves every day so for today he is young, free and single. Well, he's free and single. Two out of three ain't bad. Tomorrow... What do you mean being around 40 <laughs> isn't young? <laughs> tomorrow, he can reinvent himself and he can be something else entirely. Simply because you are one thing today doesn't mean that that is it for the rest of your life. So, so again, there's a, there's a get out of jail clause in that. But people who, who decide to go against the grain a little bit can also be seen as a threat to the, the status quo. I mean, he does what he wants to do and crucially, he doesn't have to ask for permission. Think about that for a second. Crucially. So a lot of people who come to me in the clinic and have done o- over the years, it's, it is as a result of relationship problems and, and affairs and, and a sense of not belonging. And to be honest with you, Will, I've heard them all. But mostly it boils down to not being able to do what you want. If you succuss through the, the, the complaints and the worries and the hurt, it comes down at that, not being able to do what you want. Now, Tom, God love him, can do exactly what he wants when he so desires and when he chooses. Where's, where's the bad? Once he doesn't come to regret it, that, you know, in 10 years time, he's looking around and the mates are gone and suddenly he's not attracting the ladies in the way that he used to. And he feels, oh, I wish I had a child. And Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, but you don't know that. But his family are worried. And and the the, the worry is probably well founded and from a place of love. Absolutely. Mm. But again, this is this man's choice. Young, free, single, can do what he wants. Now, I, I did a little bit of research on this. And for people who, who are in this position, it's, there's a couple of benefits. Firstly, the mind is less cluttered. Okay? Because as, as you and I well know, when you are in relationship, and very tight relationship, very close relationship. Your mind is, to a great degree, focused on that relationship and what you have to do and where you, all that kind of stuff and the other person's uh, needs and wants. So if you don't have that, your mind is less cluttered. That's, that's a big benefit. Second thing is you're more open to opportunity. And I think that, that that's the case because you're freer to pursue opportunity as opposed to being stitched into, in, into one way of being. Uh, you have time to follow your dreams. Enough said. And then finally, you learn, crucially, you learn to enjoy your own company. 
There's a lot to be said for the single life. But you won't live as long. I statistically, ah. statistically, the research shows if you are happily married as a man, you will live longer. Yeah. Do you know but, that? But notice the emphasis on happily, because yeah. conversely, if you're in a stressful relationship, yeah. it is worse than being single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, happy is a, is a kind of a subjective term. I mean, you, you can't pursue happiness. Happiness must ensue. It must follow something. So you can do something in and of yourself to make yourself feel happy. If we could pursue happy, there'd be happy stores. Elaine is single and perfectly happy being single and endorses what Tom is doing. Go on, Elaine. Maureen in Mount Melick believes, ideally, couples should be in or around the same age as each other. If there is an age gap, four years should be the limit. Tell that to Rod Stewart. I believe people much older or much younger can have different values when it comes to money, religion, politics, etc. Couples must share the same values in order to get along with each other. Sharon in Tullamore, she and her husband have been together for over 30 years. They know each other's passwords and have nothing to hide. I'm glad you snore because she says <laughs> it's just as well she talks in her sleep. <laughs> so if she did have something yeah, to hide, yeah, he'd yeah. find out rather quickly. Yeah. That's the end of the password. Well, it's a good policy to give your other half your passwords. Yeah. Uh, if you're hit by a bus, God forbid, then... You know, getting into your bank, into your mm. socials, into all of those why documents. Is that, why is that traditionally always the way people feel you're going to go? If you get hit by a bus, you know. When I was growing up, is if you get hit by a bus, make sure you have clean underwear on. If you get hit by a bus, you, the underwear is the last thing you're actually going to be focused on, or anybody in the hospital. But anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe, maybe we have a lot of sinister bus drivers who look very <laughs> pissed off. I don't know. <laughs> maybe so. We're out of time. Ah, for God's sakes. Rory, for anybody interested in following up, you are at Lusnagrena Family Resource Centre in Longford and your books, many of them are available. Many, many, many of them. Yeah, many. There's a new one coming out next month, which I'll talk to. Does the doggy make a comeback? The doggy makes a comeback because there's a little soundtrack written for the book. Get that? Get that? The book next month, you'll be really interested in it. That's all I'm saying. That's what's called a forward sell. (laughs) Headaches and heartaches on Midlands Today Brought to you by the beautiful Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens and Cafe Community Initiative In Multifarnham County Westmeath A wonderful space for relaxation Designed to promote positive mental health and well-being for all Find Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens on Facebook